This episode is sponsored by Free Market Kids. Hey, everybody. Today, you're listening to part three of my conversation with Manveer. So in terms of your everyday life, not the extraordinary vision that you have to work with the prisoners, but just in terms of practical everyday life, how has understanding Bitcoin or entering the Bitcoin space changed the way you view your everyday life that you're living? And how do you talk to your kids about it? Yeah. So my, let's see, how do I talk to my kids about it? You know, Michael Saylor says that like Bitcoin is hope, right? And like when I hear the word hope, I'm like heaven on planet earth, right? So I envision a future that has abundance and prosperity for all human beings. Like the the promises that are kept in the Bible, right? And like my prayers, like, okay, God, how can we bring bring your promises like here. And I I believe that Bitcoin is part of that fulfillment of that promise. I try and learn about Bitcoin and how it can be used. And I know that it sounds kind of complicated, but I, I would suggest going to meetups and trying to meet people so you can understand it. And I just purchased your game, Hoddle Up. I'm hoping to like be able to learn more about how you're using it and how, how you can like learn to understand it. Yeah, there are so many tools out there. There are so many people in this space working hard every day to make it more accessible to people who are not yet in this space. So it's very, very exciting to be a part of this. We all believe to be a revolution. So what would you suggest the first step to be for somebody who's just sitting on the fence, who's kind of curious, but not yet committed to reading for the next, you know, reading for a hundred hours to understand this thing that seems so complicated. There was, there was a, a 10 part video series on YouTube. It was free. And I want to say it was called like the hidden secrets of money or something to that effect. I'd recently watched that and it, it kind of laid out the history of money. I, I thought that was really good. And it was, easy to understand. It didn't go into depth about Bitcoin, but what it did go into depth about is understanding like how is money created and like how did we get to where we are right now? So so that's where I would start is is watching that and actually meeting meeting people. Like for me, you know, when I'd had that concussion, it was very hard for me to process information by like reading it. Right. A lot of my, yeah. So a lot, like it's helpful to have people help one another. Like, okay, how do I, what does this mean? How do I understand that? Why is this important? Like if I work hard and I make a hundred dollars, like why is it that if I make a hundred dollars and I put it into the bank account 10 years later, it's not worth anything or it's, you know, it's worth $50 worth of, you know, buying capital. I, I like my, my parents are immigrants, right? So like all, all I was ever taught was like, you work hard, you keep on saving your money, you keep on saving your money. And like, we, we didn't have like all of this knowledge of, okay, you invest it this way. And this is how you manage like an, a Roth IRA and a 401k and like, you know, purchase stocks and, you know, mutual funds and all sorts of things, right? That like, that just was never there. That wasn't even part of our community. That Like, we didn't know, like, 
any of those conversations. And it seemed so overwhelming and complicated that, okay, there's no way I could ever learn this. And I thought it's really interesting that you can, you know, you can graduate high school, you're not even taught how to manage your money or your checking account or bank account. And you can get a PhD and become a doctor or a dentist or engineer and know nothing about money. And like, why is that? Why aren't people like, why, why isn't there a high school course or a university course that like goes over all these fundamental principles? That doesn't seem right. I think it's interesting. You mentioned that your parents looked at it as a, you know, work hard and save money kind of approach, because that is common sense. It makes sense that you work hard and you you're frugal and you're careful with your spending and the access that you have, you should be able to build from that. And I remember very well, because I'm an immigrant as well, and I remember my grandparents, you know, my grandparents and my aunt and uncles always handling cash. Everything was physically in front of you. You can touch it. You can feel it. And so when you start to save money, you feel your wealth growing. And then they would when you talk about investments and all the financial strategies of, you know, balancing risk and returns and things like that, you go into the realm of abstraction and then it starts to seem very complicated. And then you, it almost separates people into classes. In one class, you have people who just understand the common sense part, which is you work hard, you save money and you get ahead by buying things with cash you know, or you're saving up for down payment or something. And then you have the other class where they're taking advantage of the way our monetary system is set up, you know, being close to the money source and understanding that, that the banks have access to printed money and then you have access to low cost loans and things like that. And you start to roll your money into high risk and high return kind of projects. Like you have these two classes of people. So if you don't grow up with that understanding that there's this whole other way and whole other kind of math, of multiplying your your net worth that you kind of you almost get stuck in that one class. Does that make sense? Like it it feels to me almost like if you're lucky enough to grow up in a family that understands those math or you went specifically into college and graduate schools to study that kind of stuff, then you have a chance of taking advantage of the monetary system as it works today. Otherwise, you're kind of stuck in that tra traditional thinking. And our monetary system veered from that a long time ago. Yeah, I mean, I think that we need to have education around all of this, right? And I mean, I couldn't educate my kids and about this until like, just a couple of years ago. <laughs> Because I didn't understand any of it myself. Or, you know, where do you where do you go from here? Yeah, for sure. And and I think for me also talking to my kids, I always come from the point of view that Bitcoin is hope because it simplifies things. Even though it seems very complicated, it actually simplifies things. Yeah. And I think, you know, another misconception people might have is, oh, in order to buy Bitcoin, you have to, you know, buy a whole Bitcoin, which is whatever, $30,000 today. Actually, you can buy $5 worth of Bitcoin. You don't have to buy millions of dollars worth of Bitcoin, right? Yeah, for sure. I'm excited to get your game and to play that and see and spread the message.
Yeah, definitely. We've had such amazing feedback from every every place that we have brought the game to and played with Bitcoiners and their families, and it demystifies what Bitcoin is, and that I think is the greatest value in that you know. If you have this preconceived notion that it is something beyond your ability to understand, you're not even going to take the first step. And the whole point is, if you take one step toward it, it almost takes one step toward toward you. If that makes any sense, <laughs> there are so many resources out there, you know. And this is our game is is one. And then you have the YouTube videos that you refer to, and there are lots of people making free contents out there. Me, Primera being one, you know, a lot of podcasts and so much educational material. You just have to allow yourself to take that one first step of curiosity and just start asking questions and believe that it's possible for you to understand it. Yeah, totally. And if you don't understand it from like one content provider, go find another. There's so many different people on YouTube explaining stuff in different ways. Yeah, that is so true. Wonderful. Well, thank you so much. Do you have any last recommendations for the women who are listening out there? Trust your intuition on this one. Wonderful. Wonderful. Thank you so much for your time and for chatting with us. And I definitely want to invite you back to hear updates on that project that you started. Yeah. Thank you so much, Tally. Thank you. Thank you for joining us today. I hope listening to this conversation has piqued your interest and inspired you. If you would like to learn more about Bitcoin or to read the show notes, please visit orangehatter.com for more information. Or you can email me directly at tali t a l i at orangehatter.com. Be sure to subscribe to the Orange Hatter podcast so you'll be notified when new episodes drop. See you next time. Thank you. Bye bye.